We're back with Division One Rejects, episode seventy-five. We have first team all GLIAC member Abe Swanson on the podcast today. I'm here with my co-host Cade Manzo, Kobe Manzo, Jimmy Martin. I am first team all GLIAC running back Tyshawn King, and we're splendid to be back. <laughs> He said it, man. Episode 75. It is great to be back. Uh, November 28th, we're recording this. And he said it again. Abe Swanson's joining us today. It's a big guest for us. Stud, middle linebacker. Or inside, middle. I don't know. I forget. What they're, they run the Bearcats. So he's in the middle of linebacker for him. But Abe Swanson joining us. First team all Gleak playing for Grand Valley. They've got a big game coming this weekend, fellas. We know all about it. Rematch with Ferris State. Goes back to the Anchor Bone Classic during the season. They beat Ferris by one point, 22-21. In Big Rapids. Now Ferris has to come over to Grand Valley. Um, Grand Valley is the one seed, so that one is going to be electric. 42-35. Uh, that's the prediction right there? 42-35 with who Valley. coming out on top? Grand Valley? I, feel, I think Homefield does it. Yeah. What, okay, I, we're going to do predictions then. 42-35 is Cades. I think it's going to be more of a defensive yeah, matchup. Yeah, okay, what, say, what yeah. predictions do we have over there? Like 21-28, something like that. 21-28? I don't think they're going to touch the 40s. I'll take Grand Valley by 10. Um, I'm trying to think. If we were betting men, what do you think the spread would be? I was just about to ask it's you. Grand guys. Valley negative one. Negative one? Grand Valley minus three and a half. At home field? Grand Valley minus three and a half. I think minus three and a half Grand is Grand Valley minus one. I was going to say two and a half. Okay. So we're in, oh, the, I guess, we're in the ballpark. I guess, yeah, two and a half. Two we're in the ballpark. Not, Ferris ain't number two no more. So, yeah, it'd be like two and a half. Not uh, not unrealistic for a Ferris upset, though. There are definitely things that yes. could happen. Yeah. Um, and we'll get more into that game later. Sure. But uh, as the great Pat McAfee would say, have an overreaction Monday. Let's have a big overreaction Monday. And we're going to talk about all the playoffs at every level. We'll look at the D2 football playoff bracket. Like I said, we're going to talk about GVSU versus Ferris State, the rematch this weekend, the implications of that, and that, what that has on the national playoff picture. We'll talk about Wingate pulling off some wicked upsets in D2. They've, like, shocked the bracket as far as every other region is the one seed and the two seed. Then there's Wingate who got an at-large bid. So some big games from them. And then uh, I want to touch on Davenport a little bit at the end and just kind of talk with you guys, get your opinion. Like, are they a one-hit wonder, a one-season wonder? Or is this going to be something where we see Davenport really competing for that playoff spot every year? It's going to be interesting. NFL-wise, playoff picture, who's on top of the NFC, AFC, who's battling for spots. And speaking of, the remainder of the Lions schedule, we'll take a look at that. Can they sneak in, uh, get that wild-card spot? And finally, college football-wise, the... CFP, the playoff picture, um, new rankings being released tomorrow night for them, but we have the AP rankings, some other ones. And finally, a rivalry weekend recap. That was a mouthful, all of it. But as always, you can watch this episode on YouTube if you are watching. Hello, fellas, wave. Wave, smile, and wave. Very nice. Uh, if you're not, listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere. Follow us on Twitter at D1 underscore rejects, on Instagram at Division1 rejects to see highlights from the show. And don't forget, what am I going to remind him about? It's been a minute. I'm going to see if you remember. What do you think, Cade? No, I was just... Like, comment, subscribe. No. <laughs> don't forget the timestamps. If you are watching on YouTube, the little red bar there, if you like any of that, if you want to get right to Abe's conversation, drag that bar right to the conversation, and then get the hell out. If not, stick around. Appreciate it if you do. But first, fellas, before we get into all that great talk, let's get into that conversation with the first team, all Gliak, reigning linebacker, Abe Schwanson. Joining us on this episode, episode 75, by the way, I'm sure I've said it in the intro by now, but joining us on this episode, the junior middle linebacker for the number one ranked Grand Valley State Lakers, a reigning first team all Gleak selection, it's Abe Swanson. What's going on, big fella? Glad to finally get you on here. What's up, guys? Appreciate you having me out for a quick chop-up session with all the guys. Looking forward to the opportunity to share my insights, share some details that I got. Exactly, dude. Um, Some big games coming up for you guys, but it feels like every game this year has almost been one of those marquee games. What is it like having, I mean, just to get right into this, like what is it like having the pressure like that every single week? It feels like there's no down week for you guys. We talk about every week the GLIAC is just that conference. So what is it like to have that pressure on your shoulders every week? Yeah, man, you started off with the conference play. Obviously, you know, it was a little different in the GLIAC this year. I feel like a lot of the teams started their conference play after those first four or five games. And, man, we had a – Man, we had a hard schedule those first four. Seriously. Uh, Colorado School of Mines comes up. You're up 19. You, t you take a blink, dude, and your, your lead's gone. You're scared. You got to get a stop. Offense goes down, gets the job done. 
you know, that's, that's a tough school. They're still in the playoffs. You know, that's a tough game. You travel out to Colorado after that. You do go on a long business trip. You know, your body starts to wear and tear as the season progresses. But obviously, like you said, you get in that GLIAC play. Every week, you know, the mentality that I've had is just going 1-0, and you know. But it starts with, like, your daily preparation. You got to start on Tuesday. You start, you start like, low-key the day after the game. On You start on that Sunday with the recovery, getting it on tape, seeing what you can do better. But, you know, you got to win every day before you can win on Saturday. And that's kind of the mentality that I've had this season. It's been a long, long ride so far. And I look forward to continuing the journey. You know, a couple more weeks left, 19 days until the national title. So just got to oh, yeah. keep that keep that goal in mind. Yeah, man, it ain't over yet. But you, you touched on it. I wanted to talk about the first – Really, the two tough matchups. Number four, Colorado School of Mines, like you said, they're still playing. They are, uh, I believe, the the two seed. Yeah, they're the two seed in that region. They just had a big yep. win over Mankato, 48-45. That game was ridiculous. Um, yeah. Then you take the trip out to Colorado, played Pueblo. They were top 25. The start like that, two wins over two ranked opponents, I guess, like, how did you make sure your guys' heads didn't absolutely explode? And you just, like you said, tried to go 1-0 every week and tried to keep that humility to you on the defense and, you know, as a team and as a whole. Uh, I mean, to start off, you know, that – oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, good, but, uh, you know, to start off, you know, you get that big win. They come they come to lovers, you know, you got to get off. You got to get on a hot start. And that really kind of set it off for, like, what this team – you know, man, what this team's like heart and soul was, you know, to get that comeback victory, even though we shouldn't have put ourselves in that situation in the first place. You go out and get another win. You know, that one was a little bit easier. Uh, I give a lot of credit to Pueblo, though, and school minds, you know, tough schools in the RMAC. I was to make a lot of statements each year. And then we kind of just got into a rhythm of things. You know, we get down to it. We just keep winning. Uh, but obviously, we knew with those two wins, you know, you were never going to be ranked number one until you see Ferris week seven. Yep. And, you know, that was a nitty-gritty game. You know, it went down to the wire. Both teams throwing big blows, you know, knockout shots. And you're just thinking, like, who's going to stay on top uh, to get that win, you know, secure the number one spot. But obviously, you know, the number one spot doesn't really mean anything until you get to the playoffs. And from there, it was just, you know, a win mentality. You know what you're playing for. You're playing for that bye. You're playing for home field advantage in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And it's going to come to show. You know, it came to show on last Saturday, you know, obviously Michigan and Ohio State played. Wasn't as many fans as it, you'd think. Thanksgiving break. I was about you know, to you ask kinda... about that. It's usually a tough. That yeah. is a tough weekend to draw a slate. But also, by the same token, if you're playing on rivalry weekend, you know you've done something right. Yeah, exactly. You know, to put like just get the opportunity to play on that Saturday. It feels so great. You know, you spend Thanksgiving, you know, with all of your teammates, all of your boys. You know, you've already been with them for twelve plus weeks, and it just doesn't get tiring. You know, these are my these are my brothers. This is my family. Uh, these are the guys I'm closest to. And it's just, a, you know, I wouldn't want, to, wouldn't want to be anywhere else besides here in this building, here with them. And it just shows, like, everyone has that mentality in this building. Obviously, we want to keep okay. things rolling. We know what we've been through. We've been in tough situations before, you know, just staying out on top, keeping our heads down, staying focused. That's the big goal for us. Now, I know you weren't playing in no, like, mile-high stadium or anything, but you guys have to do any, like, altitude, anything for Colorado. I don't know where Pueblo is in Colorado. Ah, uh, man, I kind of – you hear some fruity stuff about dudes preparing to go play out there. Like, you get all the altitude masks and stuff like that, but you get some weird, like, workout, like, routines and things like that. You guys didn't do any of that, did you? I mean, we ran a, we ran a little bit. Like, some of the guys, like, after practice, uh, just ran a few sprints and stuff. But when we got there, we kind of just took, like, a walk to feel it out. But honestly, like, when we played, you didn't really feel it. It was, a, like, rainy and a little bit colder there than I think they expected because, like, all week I think it was – blaring like 90s and then on game day it was like I want to say like 60 something and rainy and it was it just it just like fit us you know that's like what we're used to in Michigan here especially you guys up there in the UP you know I was say, yeah. hey, we're that. spoiled we're spoiled though we got the dome we don't have to deal with any of that stuff I will say like if it's if it's 80 degrees and sunny you're gonna feel it in the dome but by the same token like as soon as it gets cold like every day is yeah what? we would say it's 72 and sunny in the dome every day or something like that like it's you know, business as usual, there. which is yeah, nice. But um, talk about – you already touched on it a little bit, the Ferris game. That one obviously was huge, right? The one-point win, it was like – you said you said it perfectly. Slugfest, 
who's going to be the one to throw the last punch, who's going to be the one to, to stay in the ring. You guys obviously were. That one at Big Rapids, what was the atmosphere like that, and why is it going to be even crazier this Saturday? That's going to be a huge one. I know you guys have been – I feel like you had to have been hoping, like almost like, yeah, I hope Ferris wins this. Like we want to get him again and prove that it wasn't a once, yeah. you know, one-off. Exactly. Obviously, you want to be uh, like the ones to knock them off. So when they played uh, Davenport, no, who they, they played SAG. They played oh, SAG the the week before us, and that yeah. was a that was a nitty gritty game. And oh yeah, I mean, a couple of the guys were like, obviously, I know a couple of people at SAG and all, and they're like, oh, I like I wanted to be the one that knocked them off, and like the whole time through my head is like, nah, like I got to get the job done. Like it's got to be this team. Like we got to knock them off. But uh, obviously, you know, like you said, like going to top – I don't even know how to say I'm not going to pronounce it, whatever. Going up to Ferris's uh, field. <laughs> top Taggart. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm not going to let that slip. But, uh, you know, they got it set up for you. You got to, like, walk under the bulldog. Oh, yeah. Uh, I ain't walking under no bulldog. So I'm finding my way around it. Hell yeah. Get on the field or a little bit early walking around. You know, you can feel the emotions going through everywhere. Like a couple people in the stands, you know, just got the headphones on. You get in the locker room, you know that you know what they do. You know they put the locker rooms right next to each other, and oh, then you can dude, feel that emotion. Back. Man, that's like the that's like the Michigan Ohio State videos that you see, and you just think like, man, this is the real deal. I'm doing it. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like this is D two football at its finest. You know this feels at like the highest level. You know it's called Division One rejects, but you know you still get that same Hell that yeah. same feeling. You get out there, man, and that just that game, like. You're just thinking, like, you know, they're up, what is it, 20, 21 to 10. You know, you're down 11. You're thinking, like, they, they can't score another point. you got to get a stop every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to put your offense out there. I'm going to say, what do you tell those guys going out there for the next series after that? Like, what do you – you got to get them fired up. You got to get them ready to play. Or is it just uh, – remember, guys, like, we're here for the reason. Like, we're legit, too. I mean, we, I, mean I got a lot of dudes, you know, behind me, in front of me. You know, they're committed to the same goal I am. You know, I don't got to say too much. I just got to, you know, we got to go out there and get the job done. It's that easy. Like, it's on us now. We'll, yeah. we'll give the ball to our offense, see what they do. If they don't score, we'll just keep doing it until they do. So there's not many words that I got to say. I don't got to really be a big pump-up guy unless it's the moment type, you know, before the game. But yeah, I love it. In that moment, you know, everyone's locked in, just trying to get their job done, trying to do their job to their fullest ability. And, you know, to come out top there, you know, it felt great, you know, getting that anchor bone trophy. But obviously, you know, it's still only week seven. You got to put that in mind. You want to play 15 games. You want to host the national championship trophy. You can't let one game, you know, you can't have a hangover from that game. So go out there and just keep winning. Yeah, good word choice. I like that. Can't have can't have the hangover. Ty, you had something. You had something for him. With, you feel me? Wins over ranked School of Mines, Pueblo, Davenport, Ferris, and now Northwest Missouri. Do you feel like at this point, like it's championship or bust for the season, given the success that y'all had as a unit and as a team? Uh, I mean, that's a great question. You know, obviously, you know, every year I come in with the mind that, you know, it's championship time. Like it's got to be for GV. It's been so long. 16 years since GV's like hosted a national championship above their head came here as a freshman rode on a stick you know like I gotta win I gotta win at least one if I'm playing five years here I gotta win at least one and you know it sucked last year you know going in there losing to Ferris by 35 watching them go down and just smoke everyone by 40 in the playoffs it's just like man like what like what do I do to be in that position and like this year, like we've come so far, we've gotten all those wins, like you said, over ranked opponents, you know, five, four of the teams that we played in the regular season made the playoffs and we're still standing, you know, we got to play one that we previously beat, you know, week seven, but obviously you look back on that game, you look what we've done, you look what they've done and the whole game is just different. You know, there's, there's more, there's more to it. They've added their offense, they've added their defense, we've added, and it's just, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, who throws that last punch. Hell yeah. Now, thankfully, no rivalry week. Hopefully won't be competing with a bunch of other, like, Big Ten schools as far as fan base go. I mean, you guys are, what, 
three thousand or so at Grand Valley. You know, you got a a big student body, so yeah. I mean, that place is gonna be ridiculous, dude. We gotta get I you mean, on I, like GVSU football Twitter, just cutting a crazy promo for the game or something. Yeah, I, I need. We need something, man. We gotta get. You know, we need Laker Nation out there in full effect. You know, remind me of that game in twenty twenty one at home. You know, there was a ton of people. The stadium was pumping. You know, Ferris. You know, they travel well, man. They gotta, they got you know whatever they got over there with their late their fans. But you know, Allendale's only forty five minutes away, uh-huh. so they're gonna be coming. And you know, can't really worry too much about the fans. No, I'm saying you wouldn't have it any other way. You may as well, right? Nah, Come on yeah. over here. It's gonna be a good one either way. Exactly. So what's the uh, what's the scouting? I mean, obviously, you don't have to go super in-depth. I'm not trying to steal scheme from you. But the obvious points, you guys have already played them once. Uh, super mobile quarterback, whoever's in there, right? We've seen them rotate a couple different yeah. guys in at that position. Um, like we kind of talked about earlier, they like to pride themselves on being physical up front. And what we've talked about at length on this show is, like, last year, their ability to take that offensive line as a unit and substitute them for a whole different yeah. five and maintain that level of play – that's something I haven't really seen from a program really at any level, which made them super yeah. unique and was a big reason they had that success. Now this year, a little bit different story for them, similar game plan. What is it, if there's one thing, would it be that mobile quarterback play that you have to shut down, especially at your position? Uh, Yeah, I would just say, you know, got to shut down their playmakers. They put a lot of dudes in space, you know, yep. got to win your one-on-one matchups. It's out there. You know who you're going against, so you just got to come down with that win. You got to win every single play. Uh, obviously got to contain both their quarterbacks, you know, no matter who's back there. And like you said, you know, last year they had like a little hockey scenario and, you know, line change. Seriously, get in, get out. I like that. Yeah. I like it that. Was a, it was a great strategy, Yeah, you know, for us. If you, you know, can pull just it off, stay. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. I know we couldn't. We're not too deep at every position in our offensive line where we could go out and the level of play goes from here to here as opposed to, you know what I mean? It's yeah, tough. exactly. You know, like I like I said before, you know, tough matchup. Like, you know, obviously they're going to make plays. We're going to make plays. It's just going to come down to it. Who wants it more? Who's more gritty in the moment? 100%. And I know, like, the brand of football they play, especially when you have that quarterback as a ball carrier, like, you're playing 11-on-11 11 11 ball. So, a lot of times that's what – like a dream scenario for a lot of offensive coordinators because you're getting an extra blocker really and you're not having that quarterback just bootleg or whatever so that'll be really interesting especially to see interior but like you said they get it to the outside a ton we saw them do that with us just get it out like you said to their playmakers and let them go but I think you know obviously it's going to be a great one I want to talk a little bit more about last week's game for you guys 13 to 8 you said gritty I think that's the perfect way to word it especially being that at home, that home field advantage, even though there maybe wouldn't have been – the stands might not have been packed, that had yeah. to be huge. You guys had four takeaways as a defense. You still scratched that one out by five. What was the game flow like there? They had a field goal and then a safety, I believe, then another field goal, and they were leading for a little bit there. What was that game flow like? Uh, I mean, started That's off – a loaded come, one, I know, but I just, yeah, just want to hear out, your thoughts on it. Come out hot, you know, three and out fast. And we're feeling good on defense. We're flying around, get that first turnover. So we're thinking, you know, we're in the right mindset. We're ready to go. We're ready to fire on all cylinders. Uh, they made a few adjustments. They started moving the ball a little bit on us. But we're like, hey, if they get in this situation, we just got to hunker down. You know, we, we got to make this play for our team. We got to put our offense back out there. Yep. And, you know, the flow of the game, you know, both defense, very stout. Uh, Northwest Missouri, you know, top I think they're top one for rushing defense. I would say statistic-wise, like, yeah, they are some of the best of the best over there. They yeah. Every single year, right? Much like you guys, they're a program that has been there before, and, like, they're not going anywhere either. Like, just as, like I said, much is the same as you guys. So that exactly. is very interesting for me because it almost felt like different play styles, especially offensively, a little bit of a different matchup. But, I mean, as far as, like, the type of team, type of program, it felt like a mere matchup. So that was that was really sweet to see, man. That's how it was, you know. Ton of credit to that team. Uh, you know, they, they had a good game plan set for us. We had a great game plan for them. Just came down, you know, like I've been mentioning this whole time, who wanted it more in that moment. You know, our offense, um, obviously they left a few out there, but, you know, they're fixing stuff up every day. They, they take accountability for everything, just like we take accountability for everything. This team, you know, we're not going to point fingers. We're not going to, you know, cry about it. if things don't go our way. We're totally. going to make something. We're going to make something shake. We're going to make that play. 
And uh, that game, it was just, you know, we were on – it was just back and forth, you know, the whole time we had the lead, you know, didn't lose it until fourth quarter. And it was like, okay, let's, we got we got to just hold them, hold them to three, let our offense go to work because, you know, they were moving the ball well, just got to punch it in the end zone, and they did, and it was pretty much over from there. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm like I'm I'm serious though. I know all of us are like really pumped for this matchup to see, you know, obviously, you know, I think Jimmy you said it, like it's hard to beat a good team twice, especially a team like Ferris. Yeah. We know it's hard to it's hard to do, right? So, yeah. uh I think that alone makes it super exciting cuz you guys are going to be faced with a really big challenge and you already know Ferris is too, man. It's much the same. So, um definitely hope to see you raising some more hardware in the next couple of weeks, brother. Can't say thank you enough. So, really appreciate you coming on tonight. Hey, man, no problem. Thank you for having me. Appreciate being part of the podcast. Looking forward to the episode. Of course, man. All right, well, we'll see you. Good Appreciate luck, it, brother. Crazy, have a good one. Anchor good up, luck. boys. Yeah, oh, yeah, all right, all right. Let's pick up right where we kind of started the intro. We got a little carried away. GVSU, Ferris State, we said the spread's somewhere between minus one, minus three and a half for Grand Valley. What are the keys for the Lakers this weekend to get it done in a dominant fashion for you guys? What do they have to do? In the battle up front. That's in my opinion. That's, I think they the have to – because you know Ferris and how much they do, like, scheme-wise, coaching-wise, they're going to be prepared. Like they've, they've been here before. I mean, the reigning national champion. So, they're not going to go down light. So, Grand Valley's got to do what they did last time they played them and a lot more. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And the thing that I keep going back to is Ferris's play style. Um, obviously, they're not having these super ex- – explosive plays for the majority of the time, right? They're going to chunk you down the field, and then eventually one of their playmakers will get loose and make a play on you. But I think if Grand Valley can get out to an early lead, this one could get ugly. And that's that's my opinion. I think Ferris will have a really hard time against this defense to claw their way out from an early yeah. 10 to 14-point deficit. I think that, to me, would be the key. So I don't know. If you're Grand Valley, do you spice something up in that first possession, give them a look they haven't seen before? Um, that's... For decisions I mean, that are way you, above mine, but uh, you heard Abe when he said talking about the uh, first series of the Northwest Missouri Missouri game when he's like, "Yeah, we went three and out, and we were just rolling from there." Yeah. So you know, like you could be very right, and it could be the same way for Ferris. Yeah. They could come out and just shut them down the first two drives and go down the field. They very they very well could, and mm-hmm. I don't think we'd be like, "Oh my God, Ferris is up." You know what I mean? No. We'd still be like, "Yeah, like Ferris is winning." It wouldn't be freaking breaking news to us. <laughs> but like, yeah, I I would I would think that Grand Valley's a favorite. Yeah. Ty, you're going to add something? You gave me that fit. You're shaking the head when I was saying that. I don't, I don't think Ferris got, like, they don't have a passing game. They don't. Well, it's non-existent. Yeah. Unless they need to. And when they do, we they've definitely struggled. Because that quarterback position, like we said, they haven't really had an established passer mm-hmm. back there. Um, Golker has been getting a lot of the snaps back there. And we've seen what he can do in the run game. If Gliak, freshman of the year, he's had a really good year. Um, but like you said, the threat through the air much like last year with Bernhardt. But in a lot of those games, what you'll look and see is not only were they beating these teams by 30-plus points in the playoffs, but they got on top early. And they'd be able to play that style of ball where they were just eating clock and they were going on these eight-minute punishing drives down the field. We talked about the line change with the offensive linemen. The ability to do that is absurd. And if you can play in that style, if you can get in that rhythm, it's ridiculous. It's like trying to stop a, I don't even know what, like one of those bullets in Mario Kart. But they, ain't, you ever seen they, Mario. they don't got that no more. Exactly. Like, so that's they're they not, they not even like all that physically imposing, my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't feel like not as much as they was last year. I know you're serious because you're saying it with the sunglasses, so I can't even see your emotions behind it. This shit real. And I feel like GV, they got, they match up with them. They match up with them well. GV match up with Ferris better than Ferris match up with GV. Yeah, I agree. I'd agree with that. So I, I feel like they just got to play. Statement. If they just play discipline ball and play their gaps, you know they're going to throw bubbles all day and they're going to run gap scheme with the quarterback. I will say shout out to defensive end for Ferris, Caleb Murphy. You see the record that he broke yeah, this past all week? All-time NCAA, 24 in a season, 24 sacks. and a half. Bro, the sacks, what we're talking about for those that's who – That's uh, insane. It is absolutely crazy. So shout out to him. He's had a hell of a year, obviously. I, I believe you. he had – did he have he six, six last in this game, last yeah. week? I told Dre, I'm like, you see, I said, I said, you see, folks from from Ferris broke the, the record for sacks. He's like, who had it before, Matt Judon? I'm like, nah, gang, NCAA. Yeah, this ain't D two. This is legit. Oh, you're saying 
Yeah. That's the all-time NCAA single season. Terrell oh Suggs was yeah. the previous. Exactly. Are you serious? Yeah, bro, 100%. Because that's what that's what you think about immediately. It's like, okay, that's legit. Like, you know, a D2 record is, is obviously awesome, but you're like, no, nobody has. A step further. Yeah, nobody has ever done this shit before. That's, he had, the six sacks alone had to be dude. some type of record itself. Didn't he have yeah. seven first week? Did he? Six first no week? No way. It's six first week. It's six sacks first week. Uh, can, you, can you look that up to verify that? Because I need to. I so, definitely okay. need to see that. Now, now the, all these these numbers are imitatable. Where is he getting drafted? Like he's he's going to be in the NFL draft. Like, That's a really good question. There's no now, way he does not get drafted. Barring any, no you know way. what I mean? Barring any crazy yeah. injury or whatever, yeah. we obviously never wish that on anyone. Um, he's got a legit chance if and, you can put up production at any level. If you can put yeah. up production and produce like that on like, a week in week out basis. Yeah. Played Central Washington. He. We need it quicker than that. What you doing? All right. Well, we're going to go past Especially that. in today's game where, like, edge rushers are so I think he's, like, a fourth-round pick. That's what I was, was going to say. Like, you think so? Fourth or fifth. Yeah. yeah. Because he gonna, he gonna, I don't think that's yeah. ridiculous. They're going to hold it against yeah. him because he played Division that's two, exactly. And he got a lot of yep. chunks at games. Yeah. Yep. Against maybe what they'd call, like, lesser opponents or something along those well, lines. Well, this is the game. Second week. Sorry. Here it is. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the box for right now. I remember this team. Okay. Well, I wanted to pull up while he's doing that. I'm going to pull up the playoff picture for D2 right now. Um, so you Bro, guys can get a he good had nine look at tackles, that. a forced fumble, five sacks, and three assists. Three that was week two against Lenore Ryan. Lenore Ryan, who Lenore Ryan was have, a top 25 team for a good stretch they had there. They a draft pick, like a like second round draft pick, like four years ago. That's safety. For I think a little bit, even a little bit less. For Patriots. Yeah. 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 I mean, he even plays. Less Duggar, than four right? That was like two years ago. I was going to say, I was really, very, was more very recently. recently. Yeah. So that's a legit program, yeah. and Ferris went down there and beat the shit out of them. Uh, but let's look at the uh, D two playoff picture here. So we've got uh, IUP. They took out Ashland. They'll be playing against Shepherd. So like I said, a lot of one versus two seeds here. Shepherd, obviously the reigning Harlan Hill winner at quarterback, and Tyson Badgent, I believe, is how you say his name. Damn, that offense. That, that offense is absolutely ridiculous for Shepard, so that's going to be a really cool matchup. But obviously they're playing uh, in Indiana, so we'll see what the weather is like for that game because that was a big thing for Shepard last year is they had to come to Ferris, and you have this very explosive passing attack, but the, the, the dynamic excuse me, couldn't get going because in Ferris it's snowing in Big Rapids, and there's snow on the ground. Ferris's play style obviously lends itself towards that type of environment, and they rolled. Like, they rolled that game. This dude just coming off a Harlan Hill Award. And they rolled them. So, very interested to see what that matchup looks like on the other side of the bracket. Obviously, the one that we've been talking about a ton right over here. We've got uh, GV versus Ferris. And then, looking down towards the other side, these are the guys that I want to talk about. So, first, uh, Angelo State, Colorado School Mines. Big matchup there. Look at the scores from Angelo State those last two weeks. Big win over Bemidji State. And then, even before that, Winona State. They have been on a tear, and they've been nationally ranked the entire year towards the top of the pack. Colorado School Mines edges out a, a close one over Mankato. These guys, though, are the ones I want to talk about over here. Wingate. Look at this first game. Who are they, dude? Dominant win. I had never heard of them before I started looking at the playoffs. Dominant win over Virginia Union. And then they go to the one seed, Benedict. Look at that score, man. 13 points in two games, dude. Yeah. Their defense is playing on another level right now. Now, their opponent... A big-time one that Ferris is familiar with, West Florida, who uh, they actually beat Ferris in that national championship game in 2018, I want to say, if I'm if I'm correct in that, fellas. Can you fact-check me on that one? No. 2019. Was it 2019? Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, but West Florida, Delta State, that game, really big implications. Delta State beat West Florida in overtime during the regular season to win the Gulf South Conference. And now they come back in the playoffs. West Florida, I believe that was a double overtime game uh, for them. And that one was, I mean, just as ridiculous as it could be. So there's your kind of brief, for those who don't follow the playoff situation extremely closely, there's your brief um, show on that. But like I said, I wanted to talk about Wingate because I'm assuming you guys haven't heard much about the Bulldogs, right? The Bulldogs? They're also Bulldogs. So, like, I'm Sick. an automatic, well, yeah. automatic fan. I mean, obviously. <laughs> but um, I wanted to say that because – Underdogs. That's what they've been. Um, thirty-two to seven versus the four seed. Twenty-three to six over the one seed. Now they play West Florida. Um, and I wanted to pull up two these jerseys from these guys. Pretty legit, fellas. Sick. Yeah, take a look at these. What do we think about those? Look at the helmet on that. I don't know. I, I saw. I took one look at that. 
I was like, that's pretty legit. I like that. I like that look. I wonder if it gets more bands. I knew you were going to say something about that. There has never been a drop of perspiration reach his wrist. No, like that's, that's pretty crazy. Like, he got that shit on. He do. Come on, though. Yeah, Literally. Yeah, yeah, you know the jerseys, though. Yeah, them uniforms hard. You like got that shit on for sure. Number five for Wingate, you got that shit on. I love it, dude. And, like, the little crosses you have on the helmet, too, like the stickers, obviously, for big plays or whatever, like, that makes it so awesome. Obviously, like, I'm trying to think of iconic ones like the Buckeyes are like a really big one that the Ohio State guys have on their on their helmets. But what are some other good? I don't know what other like really good stickers, like iconic stickers there are in the college football world. Can you think of any? Michigan has them, I know. Man, Justin Armwood got that shit on. <laughs> That's Armwood. His name? Justin hey, Armwood. Shout out Justin Armwood, man. Yeah, shout out. He's got that shit shout on. Out. He got that shit on. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> he didn't even know he was going to get shouted out today. Yeah, he got shouted out I today. hope he sees it. Someone Real recognized, real. Justin Armwood got that shit on. That is too good. Armwood, not Armwell. I just said Armwood. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking in the the D two playoff world, we had three Gleak teams make the playoffs. A super feat for a conference to have that kind of depth, top to bottom. And really, when you look at it, we had even more depth than that. A Saginaw Valley team who was without a starting quarterback for it felt like string along a few weeks. There, their only losses were to playoff teams. They lost to Grand Valley. They edged like Ferris edged out that win over them and then you had that heartbreaking I think it was a one point loss against Davenport correct so if you're Saginaw you're like we're right there and Saginaw did something too formula wise that Davenport really dipped into the bucket as far as the transfer portal goes but Saginaw did the same thing we saw them pick up Ernest we saw them pick up Jairus Grissom um, and a couple other big pieces on the offensive line and it's just very interesting to see what different formulas these teams are using to get to their points where at. And this this is a very long-winded way of leading you guys into this. Is Davenport a one-hit wonder? And is the grad transfer U formula going to work down the road? I don't know if they're a one-hit wonder, but they're not going undefeated next year. Like, Yeah. I mean, they didn't go undefeated this year. I'm saying, like, yeah. you know what okay. I mean? Yeah, I got you. They're not going to have the same. No. Okay. I, I, my opinion, I mean, we, we gave them the game at their place, giving up 10 points, lose by 10, come back here. Got it sealed away. Field goal overtime, we lose. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, and that was almost every game the with them too. That's the thing. They almost lost to uh, Wayne State. Wayne they State had to come back yeah. in the fourth quarter and drive down. And that's with nine seconds left, they beat them. I, I would say the one thing I will give them credit for is that. Excuse me. Those are games that Davenport in the past would have lost. So you have to no wonder, question. like, would that, does that experience help? Like, does exactly. it really? When you bring in all these guys that have three, four years of playing like legit upper level college ball, you look at. Uh, Whitaker, their starting quarterback, transferred to Northwestern. He was a dude for them. Back-to-back Gleak Player of the Year awards for him this season. And it's just very interesting for me because we saw this year on, you know, it's pretty obvious for us, Davenport, definitely on the upper level. Ty, you and I were talking about the tiers, per se, of the Gleak the other day, right? Mm -hmm. And you have Ferris and GV. But then we kind of put Saginaw and Davenport, at least this year, on that second tier because we saw they just couldn't hang. They couldn't hang with those guys. Not to say that we could. I mean, we we saw the scores from our games, right? We're not throwing shade at anyone. We're just looking at it from an outsider's perspective. They're definitely still on that tier below. So I'm very interested to see what they do transfer-wise and formula-wise this offseason to see if they go with a similar structure. I don't even know that they know because, like, shit, you could get a bad group of guys. Maybe they just got lucky this year and, like, the guys mended and and probably not, to be, to be honest. They probably didn't happen like that. I feel like, but to be honest, it, depend, it all depends on the eligibility that they got as yep. far as the guys that they just brought in. Like, if you still got them for another year, then Davenport going to be pretty solid yeah. next yep. year again. I feel like, but this season going to help them a lot in order to be able to pull in kids from high school to where you won't have to go to the transfer portal so much. That's a great point. Like, a season like this, this is going to help them with, because that's, that's that's probably why they only take in transfers, because they cannot recruit high school kids. So when you, when you have a season like this and you say, we went to the playoffs, we was undefeated until we played the top dogs in the conference. You feel me? That that's gonna mean something to a high school kid. Yeah, that's a good point. Say this, this school is on the up and up. So I feel like they probably won't get until the portal is heavy. I feel I think Whitaker, this is the only year he had left. I believe you're right. So I feel like they're gonna probably go try to go get another quarterback. Yeah. But outside of that, I feel like this will really help them as far as 
establishing agree. a pipeline wherever they're trying to recruit at. I totally agree. So, and yeah. it's it's hard for them, too, because you look at the area that they're going to recruit. And obviously, you can go elsewhere and recruit. But in Division Two, is a lot more local kids. And that. You're fighting with GV and Dev- Exactly. And exactly. Right there. Like you're basically like neighbors with them. We, uh, we heard uh, Swanson talk about it. 45 minutes away from Ferris. And then, you know. Davenport is literally in downtown Grand Rapids. Yeah, yeah. up the street. So at that area is so tough to recruit that west side of the state. And then even going over to the east side of the state, which is a little bit more saturated with some better football as far as the high school level goes, Wayne's right down there. Saginaw's recruiting that area. You get into the whole GMAC situation, not even to mention you have so many kids that are being pulled up to the MAC, and then obviously the dudes that separate themselves are going to the Big Ten or going beyond. But the area has so much potential in football at different levels. It's very interesting to see that dynamic get played out every year because if you have a kid that does make that jump to a Mac school or does make that jump to a Big Ten, then you have a spot open up. All of a sudden, one of these guys that is going D2 gets a chance at a Mac school, and that ripple effect comes all the way down. I've seen that happen a couple times, um, and it just is a matter of of circumstances. So very, uh, very interesting stuff. But I think do we want to go NFL or finish college football? Let's stay on college. Let's stay on college. All right, we'll stay on college football. Um, college football playoff. The updated rankings being released 7 p.m. tomorrow because this is Monday night. So really 7 p.m. tonight as you're watching this, the new CFP will be released. Um, I'll give you guys the AP poll right now, the top four, which I think makes a lot of sense. I'd assume we'd agree with these. Georgia's at one, Michigan two, TCU three, and USC comes in at that four spot. What do we Ooh, think five about those? Uh, five, the first one out, Alabama. I believe, Alabama. was – was it? Was were they five? And Ohio State six. I thought Ohio State was five, and Bama. I would six. put Ohio State ahead of Bama. I think still. This is my thing. I was having an argument with with, with uh, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but before the Michigan Ohio State game, I was like, you could argue put Alabama like in this college football playoff. Not to cut you off, Ohio State is number five in the AP poll. Alabama's number okay. six, followed by. We'll go top 10. Tennessee, 7. Penn State, 8. Washington at 9 after that dominant performance by Michael Penix. And then Clemson comes in at 10 after that tough loss. South Carolina. We'll talk about my Gamecocks in a second, but go ahead, Kate. You, you could easily thought. put them in the college football playoff. Like, they could – don't they still have a chance in, at the SEC championship? Or is, no, they can't play in the they SEC can't championship. Anymore? LSU lost. Okay. So, LSU cook. I'm telling you right now. If TCU and USC both lose the conference championship, Alabama's Alabama going to get in, bro. And Ohio State. Dude, TCU's, TCU's How, game is not a pushover. They like, have Kansas Texas. State. Oh, they play Kansas, Kansas State. State. You, could, championship. you could still put Alabama in there and be like, they have a probably legitimate, if not the best shot to win it. And so, like, that's the bro, thing. Like, How are they going to keep them out? TCU and USC lose, Alabama and Ohio State is getting in. Who does USC oh, yeah. have in the that? Uh, that conference championship? Utah again. That's it's the only Utah. Team that that's lost, right. That they lost to. This that's year. right. If they lose to them, they're gonna be a two-loss team. They're gonna put in Alabama and Ohio State. And to and to be fair, that's they should. That's the best way it should be. To be. I'm I'm hoping TCU yeah. and USC lose because if it stayed away, oh, it's dude. you no. can't say that, bro. You're Georgia hoping? Georgia is gonna mop the floor with USC because USC can't play no defense and they cannot hang up front with Georgia. And Michigan is gonna run the ball down TCU throat. That's that could be very true. Shout out. If we, Shout if we get Al- we'll Alabama versus Michigan, Ohio State versus Georgia, yeah, right. come on, bro. You can't, don't, get, don't get no better than that. That would be wrong. You're you're right. Come you're on, bro. You have a point. It also depends, too, on if Corum comes back. For, cause he they don't need him, bro. They don't need he, him, bro. Donovan Edwards just ran for 220 yards. We know, yeah, Donovan Edwards is, we know Donovan Edwards is the man. We've seen him in person, played against him. But Corum is definitely a big part of that offense. And we saw him come in and get a couple snaps. He looked Awkward, bro. On those couple when he of did plays. that one jump and that his, little he cut like came up. I yeah. reminded me of you and, exactly. And camp. So I did not like what I saw from him. It does not to me. Doesn't feel like he'll be back. You don't got to play. And they play Purdue. Sit him this week. I obviously, but I'm talking future. Like they're going to be planning on playing for more games after that. Some more meaningful games. So that's, that's not, that's not, that's not bro, for like, like another month though. You're right. They do have a really long break. The, I did not think about that. After the Big Ten championship, they don't play for. They don't play until New Year's. Well, wouldn't it be no? It'd be before New Year's for the semifinals, uh, the, right? Because no. the champ, the championship was New Year's. Nah, the, the nah, because the New Year's Six Bowls. You're right. Actually, yeah, it'd you're be, right. It'd be you're New right. Year's, and then the the national championship wouldn't be till like a week, two weeks later. Say, two couple, weeks later. Yeah, that. it's either a week or two weeks later. Yeah. So sit them, sit them against Purdue. We guess. <laughs> and, uh, the, Michigan, Michigan, win, but I don't know if Purdue is like super weak. I mean, they're, they're, not, they're not great. Def- they're not great, but yeah. like they're, they're not, not like a, they're not they're not a weak football. Man, team. these niggas just beat Ohio State by a lot. No, Michigan's gonna, gonna, Michigan's gonna win, but it's just the Big Ten. Championship. They can sit JJ McCarthy and Blake. Corn. What if Michigan loses? They still get McNamara. McNamara is good. McNamara is good. If Michigan loses, I still in. Huh? 
If Michigan loses, are they still in? If Michigan lose, are they still in? Yeah, they got to be. Because you can't put Ohio State in. They got to be. Yeah. Yeah, you you can't. She put Ohio 100%. State they, they got to yeah. be. So they're in a really good Michigan spot. Right now. I didn't think about that. Georgia is Georgia in. Georgia and Michigan yep. is in for sure. They could lose this week and it'll be okay. Yeah. But if TCU and USC lose, then we get the dream playoff. Can we talk about every game will be competitive on paper? We think. You're right. I think I think you're right. You make good points. You make good points. Can we talk about my Gamecocks for a little bit? Back-to-back weeks for them. First top ten opponents. They take down Tennessee. Um, obviously, Henning Hooker goes down in that game. That was awful to watch. That injury was terrible. And it's one of those you just look at right away, right, and you kind of know where that one was going. Um, but losing him stunk. They do still pull out the win against Tennessee, and then – Kind of like what Abe was talking about earlier. They didn't have a hangover. They go into Clemson, and that's a big, like, I don't think people really appreciate it. That's a huge rivalry game for them, for huge, the Palmetto huge. State, right? Yeah. Um, that's a huge rivalry for them, that being the in-state opponent. And they kind of had their way with Clemson, to be honest with you. And they had some real opportune plays, right? Like, everything that could have gone their way, it felt like went their way. Had a defensive touchdown, I think, relatively early to keep them in that game. And uh, special teams play for them was really good, but playing beamer ball. In South Carolina. I love that. I think that's awesome. Uh, Shane Beamer, their head coach. It's he's cringy. like, he's awesome. You think so? No, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just, I like that. Playing hey, Beamer I'm just, ball? I'm just hating. Yeah, you better <laughs> shut your eyes up. Talk about it's cringy. What is it, Shane Beamer? Yeah. He's a good dude, man. But I'm excited to see, you like, to him? that, uh, I don't know, just follow along with his stuff, man. I watch, I watch pressers and stuff. Don't let him get under your skin, Kobe. He's just hating, bro. He is hating. Keep going. Keep, what are keep, you, what are you keep hating it, for? Keep it flowing, bro. Yeah. Keep it flowing. <laughs> I love watching this team, man. It's like it's just a. Feel, I do like South Carolina. It's a feel good program. It feels like, but that's the thing is like, Beamer doesn't want that to be the narrative. After he, he won that game, he's like, we don't want to be a feel good story. We want to show people like we can do that, but we can win big games too. Like we're not just like the make a wish team of the SEC. Like we want to be legit. Contenders. That's what he said. No, he did not say that. Those I'm are my words, say. not his. Those are my words, that not shit Beamer's. Would be crazy. No, but that's my best way of saying it, right? Like there's no handouts. Like they're winning these games. They're earning these big top 10 wins. So they're in, I believe at 20 in this week's AP poll. Wait, eight and four. Um, something, something along those lines. I forget, but uh, some big wins for them. So excited to see where he'll take that, that program in the coming years. This is only they year, get some big recruits. This is only year two for him. I want to say they get some big recruits after this so, uh, season. That is definitely big time. But we can move on, fellas, to the NFL playoff picture. And before, I guess, we get into like the Lions talk and all of that, I wanted to just go over the playoff picture right now as it stands. And we'll start with the NFC. Lions, baby. Lions are oh, on the board. Bubble. The bubble. Hey, clap it up. Clap let's up the start Lions. It. Come on. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. Let's start, um, let's start with the top. The <laughs> Eagles obviously playing really good football right now. They came out at a pretty dominant performance against the Packers. Defense struggled at a few phases. Aaron Rodgers leaves that game with a oblique, oblique. injury. Thank you. That boy Jordan Love and come Jordan in Love? looking like the savior. Bro, he looked good as hell. <laughs> Every throw, though. I'm, I'm watching the game. Sick, I'm watching dude. the game. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, that was a good little hour out. Damn, he just put that, yeah, that, that thing in there. <laughs> That's what I was, dude. He, Shorty he, was, Shorty was he threw a laser was. to uh, somebody on the sideline, an out route, like one of his first two, three Lazard. throws. Lazard. Yeah. I'm like, that, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's that a thing tough was ass throw. He put that son of a gun in Christian Watson's chest. Yeah. Christian Watson, sure the last fun. three weeks for Christian Watson like has been insane. Yeah. yeah so looking back at the picture, though, Eagles playing good football. Vikings, they have that one fluke week against the Cowboys, and then all of a sudden are just like... Or 10 fluke weeks. <laughs> but No, he's saying like the fluke loss game. Yeah. And I'm saying like fluke wins. Fluke loss. Anyways, oh, okay. they're still playing really good football. The Niners come in at that three spot, um, obviously taking advantage of the Seahawks, what they've done in the last you know week or so. And the Niners, it feels like they're just clicking at the right time, mm-hmm. right? It kind of feels Dude, like I, the narrative right now. They have uh, every play they really, the Did you guys see their good. defense? The Niners are very good. They've given up zero points Dude. in the second half the last four Dude, games. The Niners, the best, the Niners are the best in the NFC. They haven't given up a point in six in quarters. NFC, I take the Niners right now over anybody. They're playing really good football right now. They're they're gelling, and they feel like they have every weapon in the world in the offensive side are of the ball. the Eagles? Like everyone. Yeah, I think I would. Really? Did yeah. you just watch the Eagles run for like 400 last night? <laughs> I, I, I like the Niners a lot. I like the Niners a lot. He put up 160 in them Jordans. Dude. He put up like 160 in them Jordans. Oh, the Eagles are in my head. Look up. I'm like, he got two. I'm like, he got 12 points, no touchdowns, 40 passing yards, 120 rushing yards in the first half. Shorty going crazy. Man, I don't care about none of And the Eagles play D for real. 
They're the best team in the league, man. They got the best second Jalen Hurts. Their, like defense, their defense Hurts is not on the, on the level of I love the 49ers. Hurts. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL, dude. Bro, the what Eagles defense is crazy. They're Bro, not on the level of the 49ers. They just got Nnamdi too. They did. That's right. The bro, the Eagles' defense him. is crazy. I'm not, I'm not taking away from them, bro. I'm not yeah. taking the away from The 49ers' defense is crazy as hell, though. Let's finish. Let's finish the rest uh, of Yeah, the let's Fred, finish it. My Fred bad. Warner, that dude. My bad. He, um, yeah, he, he, he nice. I like he that. I fun good dude. Buccaneers at four. Cowboys at five. Giants at six. Commanders at seven. And on the bubble, you get the Seahawks, the Falcons, and the Lions. Look at this screen right now. If you would have told me that all of the teams in the NFC East were in the playoffs this time last year... I would have told you to get off the damn ayahuasca. Why? Because they sucked. Oh, yeah, I guess. I All mean, of them sucked. It was the NFC. Nigga say why. <laughs> <laughs> what? Didn't, didn't nobody have a winning record? <laughs> they were called the NFC least last year. And now someone said the NFC beast. That, does, that shit does not sound the same, but that should not catch on. But the NFC least was very true last year. And now the fact that all of those teams are on this board. Well, Giants ter- fluke. I don't the think Gi- the Giants yeah. will make the playoffs. I'm, you know, kind of with you there, but still. I think the commander just like right now, unreal. right now today, that's an impressive feat. It's very impressive. But it's also like, the Rams are terrible. Nobody really I anticipated pick, the Packers being this bad. Yeah. So now quickly, we'll go over to the AFC. I think the narrative for a long time was like, oh, it's just the NFC, though. Like the AFC, obviously, a lot harder competition. And yeah. I think at some points that stands up, but the way some of the teams in the NFC are playing right now, you can't really have that narrative anymore. That's my take on the situation. It's, but it's, it's, it's not as top-heavy as it usually is. Agreed. 100% agreed. Now, we'll the look AFC at this. always super crazy deep. The Chiefs are playing like the Chiefs. We've seen that. Chiefs, Holmes uh, MVP. No, the Chiefs Unreal. are the best team in the NFL. Holmes yeah, MVP. Right. I would agree with that. How you feel about the Chargers? The char- the, that does not look like a good pick right now. That doesn't look like a good pick right now. Chiefs sure, at one. Sure. Dolphins are playing really good football. At two, Titans... Seem, again, Titans seem Saints to be pick. clicking at the right time. The Titans do. And Who? then you look at the Saints. Ravens, the Bills, Bengals, and Jets. The Jets at seven is wild. But that performance from Mike White. Oh <laughs> Jimmy, my I love Mike White. Gosh. I love Mike White, dude. Well, how do you love him? He just fucking torched your team. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen, His story is awesome, dude. dude. Let's, let's be 100. Awesome. Let's be 100, bro. It was the Bears. Yeah, it was the Bears. It was the Bears. Yeah, I know. I want to see him do it. To the Bills. I'm with you, <laughs> okay. but like, dude, it's just a cool story, bro. It's it is. It is. He balled out either way, though. He was, sure, he was going crazy. Yeah, I, was watching. I had dude. Garrett Wilson. I was real happy. Yeah. Garrett yeah. Wilson had a game too. Yeah, Shorty's going yeah. crazy. Yeah. But like early, let's, too. let's calm down. I could throw for 300 yeah. on the Bears. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now we pass our. Give me Garrett ball. Wilson and Elijah me, Moore, listen, and I'm going crazy. This is my take from the college ball from rivalry weekend. They had, and again, I'm Michigan State guy. We'll establish that first. They had J.J. McCarthy ranked at the number one quarterback performance from rivalry weekend. He was 12 for 24. And half of these balls are blown coverages yeah. or blown assignments <laughs> on, the, on the defensive backs. I thought that was ridiculous. And not to say that he played bad, but anyone with an arm could have thrown some of those balls. So who you would have put, put ahead of him? Did you watch uh, USC's game? Caleb Williams? That dude is a beast. Caleb Williams crazy. Did you watch the way he played in that game? Bro, Caleb Williams crazy. I've been through that. But look, though, but look, though, this is the thing, though. This is the thing, though. On God. On God and them. <laughs> Go watch college game day, all that. They talking about, yeah, if Michigan can't run the ball, J.J. McCarthy can't throw the ball. Sure, they're throwing the ball all across the yard. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, 12 for 24, it, it felt like 90 for 30. <laughs> sure, he couldn't miss. Hey, um... Why do they say that though? Like, did you not have you never seen that kid play in high school? Bro, I yeah, played I on the seven oh seven team with him, gang. He was in the seventh grade. I don't know where that narrative best came team. from. Like, he can't throw. He out. was in the seventh grade, starting on Boom Black. That's like the travel team. That's the team that go to yeah. Vegas and Florida and Cal. Uh, so I'm with you. I'm I don't. You, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe ball is crazier than I thought it was. Because Shorty. <laughs> He got an arm on him. I don't know where they... <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Maybe I don't know ball like I think I do. Cause am I lying, Jimmy? JJ uh, McCarthy. He's legit. He's yeah, the truth. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one to say I'll that, say. too. He's, yeah, he's, he's legit. legit. It's like I'm jet saying, fuel coming on his shoulder. I'm just saying that performance didn't warrant the number one in the country. I thought there were so many. There were, Not so yeah. many, but there were a few better performances yeah, yeah. than that. No, nah, again, it's, it's, it's what he meant to his team. Yeah, if JJ McCarthy don't do that, it's wraps. They'd have lost that game. He had to, and I, I feel you, Granny. You feel me? Blowing coverages. You feel me? He mm-hmm. getting the, he got to yeah. get the water. Yeah, know, they were saying he couldn't throw sure. deep. Still gotta make those. Still gotta make those. Anytime you win in Columbus, that's like oh, as a as a Michigan. He's the first. Back. He's the first quarterback okay, to do that since two thousand six. Drew Hansen in Columbus. Yeah, you're big chilling right now, aren't you? Look at the yeah, setup. Look at him. Got. He's very I got a better angle on this camera of you. Kid. 
Yeah. That couch is nice, isn't it? I mean, I've, I kind of found a little little loophole over here, dude. <laughs> the, the way the mic is resting on you? Yeah. <laughs> it looks great on this guy over here. Shorty comfy, man. <laughs> he right, is. I'm but chill. let's finish Let's finish this uh, AFC playoff picture. Uh, Patriots, Chargers, and Colts on the bubble there. Honestly, still kind of surprised the Patriots are hanging around, but they seem to just get it done. That kick return for a touchdown to lift them over the Jets, that was big time. I don't even want to talk about the Zach Wilson drama because I've heard it on every sports show oh the last God, three dude. days. I can't listen to any more of it. Zach Wilson needs to grow the hell up and get the hell on before he gets his job taken. It's already, it's already gone. Again, we'll see if he can do it against someone else than the Bills. Yeah. Then but the Bears. I've seen yeah. I've sorry, seen, I've sorry. Seen you see if plenty. he can do it against the Bills. Zach Wilson's not doing that. No, agreed. He completely, dude, agreed. my boy was like 28 for 34. Like, or something. Like, wasn't it like, you only, you like, like six incompletions? He's 20 to 25. It was, whatever it was, look, it was insane. Look. It was, he had a, it was very efficient. He was very efficient. Yeah. End of the third quarter. Uh, the last thing we'll finish on. The official, official. The official. Lions schedule. All right. Let's look at the last. All right, here we go. Twenty-two so, for thread of games here. Well, pretty good, right now. Just had that heartbreak against Buffalo. Jags coming up. Lost. Dub the Jaguar, dude. The, I was just about to say Trevor Lawrence looked so. Bro, Trevor Lawrence good. is going crazy. Trevor right, Lawrence Kobe. is unbelievable. And that drive at the end of the game. So good. That drive, Shorty, the drive that's a loss. Was that's not a loss. Listen, the that Lions hasn't been good football right that now, hasn't dude. been the way the Jags have played every week. Not for to sure. Say, so I ain't gonna say loss. I ain't gonna not say Not to loss. say it was a one off. But for I didn't watch the bill. I didn't watch the Lions come out and not what's do nothing the, too. The so that's that a toss up. Yeah. Lions favorite. Yeah. That's a game. If I was a betting man, but, I wouldn't even touch that yeah, game. I the last, right. the last four I'd games though for the Lions, Lions watching them play, the type of ball they're playing right now, I think that's a win. Mm. I think. What that's about the a Vikings win. at home? Uh, that okay. That one's gonna be a tough one at home. That one's gonna be. It is at home. And who can guard Justin Jefferson? We blew a fourteen point lead last time. Okuda, Okuda will be back. Okay. We missed Okuda in this last game. And Jerry Jacobs didn't play the first time they played him. Also very true. Jacobs will be back. I'm not saying that these guys are like a dream matchup. Look at him. Look at him. I'm not saying that. Look at him. I'm not we're saying that. We're talking we should have beat him week three, bro. We're talking about Justin Jefferson. I know. Listen, <laughs> hear me out, bro. I'm not saying we're going to go and win this game. I'm Neither saying we have a chance. This is a toss-up. If the Vikings come out a little bit stale... We could end up with a If you guys have watched as many Lions games as Kobe and I have, you would realize that the Lions will be in this game in the fourth quarter. It'll come down to one drive. I promise you, it'll come down to one drive. They'll probably lose. I'll give it to you. You'll probably lose, but it'll be one drive. We're talking about Jared Goff game. Yeah, I mean, we gonna see. He's done it all year, bro. Lions, Have you not watched the, the Lions? Lions? Are really good up front. And they, Every time they I watch the Lions, Jared Goff do a lot of nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I could see. I could again. I could see what you guys are saying. I could see like. 24 13 and the Vikings are it's like do you're in the fourth quarter it's like it's a game. like 17 it's a 10 game. and then the Vikings kind of just like edgy yeah okay yeah I think I think I think that's a you bad know? I don't think it's a bad take I, I mean the stretch probably gonna be like six and a half I don't yeah I don't think that's a seven. bad take it yeah. could seven even be a half. little bit more yeah Kirk Cousins might win uh NFC player of the week to the defense <laughs> yeah, the, line, the, the Lions defense <laughs> All right, is not next like lost against the Jets next dub Jets, a little bit of turmoil going on right now. It seems like the locker room kind of came around. White coming in, rallied behind that, played a really good game. We'll see if they can do it again. The that Lions, defense, the that Lions, defense crazy. The Lions yeah, have to, they, they have to. There's no ifs. They have to go 5-1 and one in their last six. I think that's a little yeah, bit of a beat stretch. The Panthers. But listen, let me, we're going we're gonna to go through the rest of it. just going to buzz through. We're not stopping. Then you go at Carolina, home versus the Bears, and Dumb. at Green Bay. They'll okay. lose to the Bears. Those are your last, hey, those your last three. Justin going to play, though. Be quiet. Those are your last three. My question for you guys, how many of these next six games four does Dan two. Campbell have to win to prove the season with a step in the right direction? I agree with you. I think four and two is the lucky number. You win four of these next six games. And to me, you can sell any Lions fan. I've been drinking the blue Kool-Aid all year, even when they sucked. I think you could sell that this year was a step in the and right direction. And you win direction. five, you're giving yourself a shot to make the playoffs as well. How many yes. how many how many wins are I got right now? Four. We're four and seven. If we win for the next five, we'll go five. You gotta win eight games no, okay. to prove it was a step in the right direction. We won yeah, well, three last year. Yeah. And, that's and true, fucking that's true. six that, the year before that. That's true. That's true. Like it, right. it would be a step in the right direction, but it's not like it's not you can't be like, oh like and then they, I'm really I'm not, happy I'm right not now. saying we've made that would be it. I'm year just saying two. That, that would be year two. So like the year three, they take the big step. Like no, you saying you saying a step in the right direction. How many games y'all got right now? Four and seven. How many did y'all win all of last year? Three. Like, Again, so they already they already kind of are trending in a better direction, but at the same you time, you don't you don't want to like agree. Exactly. You don't want to like. This is not the same old lines. No, I, I, dude. Okay, this okay, is okay, not okay, the same old lines. No, let me, let me, let me, exactly. Let me so that should be the step in the right. It I is. Co- we I already co- have. We I already can have. turn on the TV and be like, 
okay, the Lions, they, they ain't as ass as they used to be. That's but, a step in the right direction. Right. I 100% agree. I'm maybe not I worded it. Right maybe direction. I worded it a little bit wrong, but I'm saying with the team right now, the way this team has been playing, I think the fans and the franchise as a whole with that locker room, I don't think they'd be satisfied if they did anything worse than four and two these last stretch of the yeah, game because they know like, what you, they have in that locker room. They know they what should. they can do. We've been fucking terrible for years, dude. <laughs> if we don't, so go y'all out, we, should be happy if y'all <laughs> finish six and eleven. No, I would no, not be happy. I would not be happy with if that. If we're six I and eleven, six wins. I will devour my vote, my fandom to the Detroit Lions. You no, I won't. I won't. That's, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. I won't. I won't. That's cr- like that's knowing, crazy. like knowing who you've been a fan of your whole life. If they won six games this year. I'd be pissed. And the way that they competed against teams, you would be upset. If you were to watch every game like I have this year and you say four and seven right now, you'd be like, how the fuck are they four and seven? Bro, I'm a proud Bears fan, and I think we got three wins. Dude, the Bears are not going to win the game the rest of the year. I hope the Bears are way better fields. than the Bears, bro. Okay. Huh? The Lions next year, are way next better year, than next the Bears. Next year, the Bears will be leaps and bounds ahead of the Lions. It'll be right. a lot. The we'll Bears have we'll 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 hundred million there. dollars we'll in money. Well, at least year. we got a quarterback. We got two more. That's we got that's the two more things to cover. We got three more things to cover. All right, we just want a couple things to react to. The first one, right here, Memorial from the Commanders to Sean Taylor. Uh, Sean Taylor uh, played four seasons with the Redskins before the Commanders, obviously. After being drafted fifth overall in 2004, unfortunately murdered in 2007, meant a lot to that that franchise, and they devoted this memorial to him. Very mixed reaction. Can I start it off? On the internet. Ty, go right ahead. He never wore that jersey because that's a Nike jersey. Reebok pants and soccer cleats and cutters gloves that was not out in 2007. Man, where are the gloves at? Wow. If they was going, you feel me? Like, if you was going to do it, you got to do it right. You could have went on eBay and bought some. I could go on eBay right now and find some NFL 2007 gloves. Yeah. And some, and some, you were NFL team. You I wonder how much truth there is that. There might be a, you might be onto something there. I believe it. They didn't sign a Nike deal until 2014. I remember because it was really? Madden 25 when they finally put the Seahawks new jerseys on there. He never wore that Madden Nike jersey. Madden 25? Oh, yeah. I remember that. It was called yeah. Madden 25. He never wore that jersey. That's a good point. That's a Nike now, jersey see, with Reebok pants. You see RG3's tweet right here. Sean Taylor deserved a statue. Oh, I think yeah, that's what a lot of people were expecting. And to be let down like that, it's a little bit lackluster. That's ridiculous, right? dude. I, and it's wire. Like, it's not even a per. It's not even mannequin. He's it's fucking invisible. Exactly. And that was my problem with it. It felt like I was walking into their pro shop. Like, this could be yeah. in their team store. Have you and seen no a footlocker when you walk in? Exactly. At least the mannequin that have, like, real arms and a face. Damn. Bro, that's wire, game. You're not wrong, though. That's wire. <laughs> You're not wrong. I Like, you put that together for a sixth grade project. <laughs> <laughs> give me I'm a bunch of at, give like, me a bunch of wire hangers. Oh, no, yeah, we're not obviously trying give to me make a bunch light of wire hangers, and I I can make that. That's terrible, bro. And that's that's just bogus, bro. Like knowing, like you feel me, what he means to that organization. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm laughing. At the, I know you are. We got we got we got a little bit of a lighter note to finish it off, yeah. and that's Brian Robinson's big ass hat. All right, he had a day, rushed for 105, caught a touchdown pass in the Commanders, 19-13 to 13 win over the Falcons. <laughs> so funny, But dude. the best part of the game happened probably post-game in the locker room, and this is what he was sporting. Well, that Look at big the- as hell, bro. <laughs> that shit fire, though. Ty, say it with me, bro. He got that shit on, though. He got that shit on, though. He got that shit on. He said, I, I got, I got a friend who got big got hats, so on. if you need a big hat, let me know. I ain't going to lie. Hat. I'm going to lock you in with him. Courtesy of News 4 Sports here. A little video clip here. Y'all see me walking around campus with a big, dumbass hat on? Just know, you feel me? It's all out of love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna go give me Look one Look at the of big them. W in the back there. You see the big Man, W bro, in the back? Bro, that thing is sick. Look at that hard. It looks, looks like, like a big ass firefighter hat. You know, what, you know does, sometimes when you're does. like when you're little, you'll like put like your dad's hat on. Like, yeah, that's, that's, what it looks that's it. Like. Yeah. That's what it looks like. But that like, shit dude. sit up though; it ain't drooping over his eyes. No. That's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, there's a nice fit it's on it be, too. Like, there's gotta, gotta be something. Yeah. In a circle. You just like uh, put your head into it, like a hole cut out. Well, I'm finna look up. Uh, I'm finna big DM him on Instagram. Hey, big bro, you like me, bro? I need that. Yeah. He said his man's got a company. If you need a big hat, tell him post the link. his boy. Tell him post the link. I'm finna sell it. He probably did. Man, I'm finna sell it out tonight. Right. Not today. Oh, dude. That's awesome. All right, fellas. I mean, I think we'll. That was fun. I think we'll even that. We had like some power rings we wanted to go through, but we kind of went through our like playoff picture and what we thought uh, teams like that. Do we have any Cinderella NFL teams? You had that on there. Did you want to? You know, did you have uh, one that you had in I mind? Will, I will, in fact, be cheering very hard for the Detroit Lions. I will. That's your I Cinderella will. team? I, you know, and I, I think it's a feel good story. And obviously, like, I'm a little bit biased because I have some Lions fan friends. Yep. It, 
you, he's right. It does not seem like the old Lions. But, dude, the only thing that's like is holding me back from that maybe winning a playoff game defense. is Jared Goff and the defense. Yep. I like, I think, I think they could Agreed. go – if they go 8-9 and nine, they're on the seventh seed, you will see me very happy for This is the last thing I'll like, see – that's the last thing I'll say about golf, it, Jimmy. Like, oh, if you really dude. think about it, that, that that game, and obviously there's so much more shit that goes into it, but the two most magnified plays were golf's throw compared to Allen's throw. That's what won in the game. Their quarterback was better than ours. Think about and, like, I mean, think you about who's think on the other, side of that, on the other end on, of that pass, though. Hold on. I'm finna, t- I'm finna tell you all this right now. The Giants already got seven wins, and, and we I think beat the them. Commanders already got seven yeah. wins. And we, we beat, beat them. them. Okay, but you, the Lions, you need both of them to only win one game for the rest play, of the and year. They, and they play each other twice. And they... You need both of them to only win one game for the yeah, rest of the year. So even, you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying that shit over with. Wrap this shit up. If we go See five and one, week. we'll have nine wins. One, t- a team can win two. Man, get that shit up, man. The Lions have. Okay, I you said want, they have hear? to go five and one. Therefore, they'd be they, nine and eight, just like both those teams would. You said four and two, clown. I said it. Run it back, bro. Run the Run it back. footage back. He said, Run it he back. Said, he said he thinks they're going to go four and two, but they need to go five one to make the playoffs. I think that's is okay. that what you're saying? That's fair. Don't that's tell fair. me what you think, nigga. Tell me what you know. I know. I said they have to no. go five one to make the playoffs. If to have a shot at the playoffs, if four and two, I'd be happy if they went four and two as a Lions fan. Get the weak ass Lions out of here. <laughs> Says a Bears fan. Already Says a Bears fan. Fuck the Bears. Prestigious episode seventy five. Niggas beat the Bears one time. Now they feeling themselves. Fellas, it's good to be back. We'll be back. We're gonna try and do another episode later this week with someone from Ferris. Talk more about the magic in the studio. Um, and I'd love it. It's been a good one. Appreciate you all watching. I love it. Stuck it out. It feels so good to be in here. I'm just like, I can't stop smiling. I just can't stop smiling. It feels great. But thank you all for tuning in. That'll be all until later this week. Take care. Take care. Take care.